0: Welcome to the Adoptee Thoughts Podcast. I am your host, Melissa Guida-Richards, an author, adoptee, and mom. Each week, we will delve into the nuances of adoption, as well as tips for how to bring up difficult discussions in your adoptive family. And most importantly, we will not shy away from tough topics. So thanks for joining me today, and let's jump into your weekly dose of Adoptee Thoughts. Hi everybody! I'm super excited to begin this podcast journey with you all and to have an adoptee-centric platform to really express my opinions as a transracial adoptee. This first episode is really more of an introduction to me and why I have any type of authority to share my opinion on this subject with you all, so why should you even listen to my opinions? Well, first of all, I am a transracial adoptee, um, which means that my parents, my adoptive parents, are both white. I was adopted from Colombia, so I was I am also an international adoptee, and. Another unique part of my story is I am also a late discovery adoptee. For those of you who don't know, that means that I did not discover that I was adopted until I was 19 years old. Now, that is a long and complicated story, but to summarize, um... When I was 19, I was on winter break from college and I came home and I was in my dad's office and I found some paperwork. I found my brother's adoptions papers and they mentioned his adopted sister, uh, Melissa. That's me. So, (laughs) needless to say, that opened a can of worms and I confronted my parents and the truth came out. (laughs) and if you're interested in more of that story, I might do a longer episode on that further along down the line, but to hold you over, I do have a HuffPo article that kind of explains most of it and, um, sums up the story for you so you can get a little, uh, more of an in-depth look. Um, I am also an author, as I mentioned in the intro, um, I have a book, Bedtime, uh, The Ultimate Battle, it's a humorous baby sleep guide, and that is out with Skyhorse and available now. I started off writing as a means of therapy for myself, um, after I had my two children, I suffered with postpartum for a while, and I didn't... I wasn't ready to dig into my adoption story right away. So I used uh, a lot of baby blogs to uh, connect with. And so that's what I started off writing. And then as the years went by uh, and therapy happened, I started writing about my journey with adoption on bigger publications such as HuffPo, Zora Mag, Level on Medium, I was interviewed on Code Switch from NPR, um, BBC Radio, and one thing led to another, and I recently signed my second book deal, and it's a book on transracial adoption. It's basically the white fragility, if you haven't read that book, I definitely recommend it, uh, for transracial adoptees and white adoptive parents. It will be out with north atlantic books in fall of 2021 and as more information becomes available and pre-order links and everything i'll definitely share that in uh, on my website as well as um the link um the description below um if you ever want to check out more of my uh writing on adoption that is on my author's uh, website guida-richards.com and everything is linked there. My books, my essays, my interviews, the, it's all linked on my website. Um, and you can feel free to send me a message, too. Uh, I love chatting with adoptees. Um, and I know some of you, uh, especially adoptive parents, may be immediately uncomfortable by the title of my book, but... Um, the idea of white saviors in adoption is a difficult one to swallow. I know my parents personally, um, were pretty offended when I told them about it and, um, discussed it with them and they actually, um, helped inspire it. Um, my whole premise came from my personal experiences and my parents' perspective on color not mattering and I felt there that there needed to be some more literature written by and for um adoptees of color to help support and engage adoptive parents um from a place of um well from our hearts um i know some of what is said on the adoptive community can be hard to swallow for adoptive parents and i have a whole blog post on my my mom blog spoonymama.com um that talks about how I'm perceived as an ungrateful adoptee because of my HuffPo article. Um, I got a lot of hate back from that initially because people thought that if I was upset with my parents for lying about my adoption, then I didn't deserve to be adopted or I should just go back to Columbia. And the comments from that, I got mild comments. I've got worse comments, everything in between. I, I got... Hate emails for, for weeks and weeks after that came out because there's such a heavy weight put on adoptees to be happy, to be happy for their parents, to be happy for their extended family, to be happy for their friends. And it seems like every time we discuss even minor inconveniences or just normal complaints that kids have about their parents, we are immediately put in this box of angry adoptee or ungrateful adoptee. And the thing is that um, Children are always going to have some complaints about their parents. And when you adopt a child of another race, there are going to be mistakes that happen. And you you can be the most perfect parent in the world and you still make mistakes. I'm a mother of two toddlers and I definitely make mistakes, even though they're my own biological children. It, parenting is complicated, and when you add another aspect, like adopting internationally or even domestically through foster care, and it's it's a child of color, uh, you have to realize that there are different nuances that go into raising a Latina child, a black child, an Asian child, that if you are a white parent, you aren't going to be instinctually capable without a lot of research a lot of without a lot of um, communication with that community uh, um, without a lot of uh, involvement in that culture's traditions respectfully um, learning the difference between appropriation and appreciation um, uh, when engaging in such activities and it's just complicated so this is why i created this podcast and um, this book to create a channel that we will hopefully begin more honest and respectful dialogue between adoptees and adoptive parents and even birth parents. Um, And I hope that we will continue to have some exciting episodes and worthwhile episodes that you will come back each week. And I know that certain topics are going to be difficult to hear. I know when we get into race, it's not going to be easy. My own parents, we talk about it pretty often because of my late discovery adoption and we just have a lot of catching up to do, you know, and my mom isn't always very happy with me and I'm not very uh, happy with her all the time, but the important thing is the reason why my parents and I are on such good terms now is because we took the time time to get through that uncomfortableness. We took the time to get through the anger, the disappointment um on both sides. My mom had her reasons for why she hid my adoption. And uh I struggled with that and she struggled with understanding why it was wrong. And at the core of it When it comes to adoption dynamics between parent and child, um, there are going to be times where you feel very hurt by your adopted child's words. And there are going to be times that your child is going to be hurt by your words. And the thing is, because you cannot experience what your child is going through without a lot of effort and empathy um, and patience, you may step on some toes and you you may may make mistakes and may not realize what you're doing is negatively affecting them, especially if you have what is typically a very happy home and your child is happy. But I think a lot of adoptive parents need to realize that an adopted child can be happy and still face complications that come with being an adoptee of color, and that has nothing to do with how great of a parent you are. So I think the first step that we all need to take is to reflect and take some time before we instinctually respond. And so I hope You use this time listening to this podcast to really take in what I'm trying to talk about and come up with questions, come up with comments, and don't just instinctively act and leave an angry comment for me. I would really appreciate if you took some time and to sit in your feelings and try to understand why... Even just the title of my book, The White Savior Mentality, why that makes you upset. Why does the the, um, the topic of white privilege and um, uh, white fragility even make you uncomfortable if you are a white adoptive parent? And I hope we can grow together. And on another note, I know there are probably some adoptees listening, and I am glad that you are here. If you are, hi. Um that may be wondering where I stand on the argument of anti-adoption and family preservation. I know there are a decent amount of us that are anti-adoption, and I do see your point, and I do empathize with your strong feelings with that, but I cannot say that I am completely anti-adoption. Um, I'm definitely, for family preservation, I definitely believe family should be the first option. I am not really a proponent for international adoption. I think that should be the last possible option. Taking a child from their birth country, their birth culture, the language that they grew up should not be the first reaction that people have when, um, families, um, aren't working for whatever reasons, financial, um social reasons, um, whatever the reasons are. Um, I think that countries need to work more to create foster care systems and um, just outreach programs in general. But the argument of anti-adoption, I can't from, uh, from someone who I, I worked in a domestic violence shelter um, while I was in college and I studied psychology and criminal justice I have a BA in both um, and as a person who has experienced domestic violence myself can not agree with saying that there are no circumstances that adoptions sh- should be an option for um I believe that a child should be placed in a safe home, a healthy home with loving parents. Um and I'm sorry if that upsets you guys, but as I w- said before, I hope this place can be a safe place for adoptees to express what they feel. Um and their stances on arguments such as these in a respectful way. So if you believe that, I respect your opinion, and I hope you respect mine too. But I I do hope that this podcast is also a safe place for adopted parents to take first steps, and even second steps and third steps to becoming more aware of the issues in adoption and, um, just step out of their comfort zone of um the news and media and even podcasts that just focus on um less controversial topics uh, and avoid topics like race and avoid topics like toxic positivity and such so um know that i believe that we can all help one another And I think the saying where you can catch more bees with honey than you can with vinegar or whatever it is, um, is very important here for us all to, to remember, to respect each other, respect each other's opinions. But I also think those of us with more privilege than others need to realize that, our voices are heard louder, more often, stronger, and we can step on toes of others that don't have that that platform. So if you're an adoptive parent and you have an Instagram account or if you have a YouTube account and you talk about adoption all the time and you happen to be here, I hope you take this time to realize that Um, the media that you're consuming and you're putting out, uh, how how much it focuses on your point of view as an adoptive parent versus adoptees that you are taking in. And I hope you can share and elevate other adoptees like myself. I know there are plenty of adoptees out there with YouTube and podcast and Twitter accounts and Instagram accounts um, out there to consume and share with your followers. So even if you just share with family and friends, I hope you were sharing uh, even memes by adoptees and not just about um, adoptive families from other adoptive parents. And On that note, I I think we kind of went full circle here, and I hope you know enough about me that we can continue talking together. And I hope to make this a very integrative place. Uh, If you leave me any questions or comments on my website. I will consider using them in future podcasts. If you have any questions about adoption that you want to keep one-on-one, shoot me a message. And if I have the time, um, I will definitely get back to you. I'm so glad that you joined me today. And if you would like to hear more from Adopty Thoughts, make sure to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. And if you'd like to learn more about me, you can check out my website, adopteethoughts.com. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day.